Hey, welcome to Teb's Talks, the Prometheus podcast. If you want to check out more of the things I do, head to jasontebs.com. What is up, everybody? It is Teb's Talks, the premier useless podcast. I'm your host, as always, Jason Tebbs. It is the last episode of our social media deep dive look into the world that is online social presence and what's going on. This episode is about Twitter. We're going to round it out here. Last one. Uh, I've already done Facebook. I've done Instagram. I've done Be Real. I've done TikTok. Now Twitter is going to be the last one of the series. Twitter is... For the longest time, it was my favorite social media. Twitter started out as a platform where you had essentially 120 characters to tweet something. So it was only text-based. You had 120 characters. So, if you know, if you typed I am, I space A-M, that was four characters. You used up four characters. And you had 120 of those to essentially get your point across. Now you could do replies and essentially make a chain and a thread. And they've overhauled how that whole thread system works to make it flow a little better. But that's what I loved about the Twitter platform is it it felt concise. It felt punchy. It felt direct and to the point. And when you had 120 characters, you had to get a little creative with how you were going to get your point across. You had to fit as much information in as small of a place as you possibly could. So that led to some creativity of of tweets that you would see where people would uh, abbreviate different things or, you know, take a lot of words and try and convey the same message in in fewer words. And nothing, nothing felt bloated. Nothing felt like, oh my gosh, this, this is just going on and on forever. It, it felt very bite-sized and consumable. Now, I think Twitter had the same the same benefit that, you know, Vine did back in its day. Vine was like the, the prequel to TikTok. Vine was, you had, it was either six or seven seconds to make a video. And then you would scroll through people's videos, much like you do on TikTok t- currently. But Vine was, you were, you were strictly limited to six or seven seconds. So the type of comedy that came out of Vine was very, very specific. Just that super shortcut type of comedy. And I actually had a a class in high school, a video production class, uh, where we had to make a five second comedy. So we only had five seconds to make something that was comedic. And that was, that's incredibly fun. It's, it's great what constraints can do to your creativity because you have to get a lot of information through in a little amount of time. So Twitter Twitter felt like that in the in the text world. So you had Facebook where you could ramble on just such a long post. You could go on and on and on, words and words and words. But Twitter, it was right there. It was fast and it was great. You know, you you followed the people that you wanted to follow. You saw them all right there in your timeline. Now Eventually, Twitter did up it to 240 characters. I don't know what exactly led behind that decision. I don't know if it was, oh, well, server space is cheaper, so we can keep all this data a lot easier, so we can open it up where people have more characters, or if there was an outcry where people were like, 120 characters just isn't enough, so they they doubled it. It could have been a combination of both. I don't know what exactly went behind the decision, but it's still nice because 240 characters, though not as much of a constraint, is still a constraint on how much you can get across in one single tweet. And it still feels like it has that same essence as it used to uh, without 
feeling like something completely different or completely changing how tweets work because a lot of people still had those same habits and those same ways of getting around a character limit, they just carried it over into 240 characters. So Twitter still feels a lot like it used to. Now, over the years, people have definitely, you know, gotten used to utilizing all the characters afforded to them. Now, speaking back to Vine, Vine was the the video platform you had seven seconds. Twitter ended up acquiring Vine, and then they just killed it. And people believe it's because Twitter wanted to do their own video-specific thing on the platform. And I forgot what it was called, but it never really took off. So Vitter, Vitter, Twitter took Vine and just gutted it and killed it. And that really made people sad. There were some people that actually launched their careers off of Vine. Vine was actually, like, incredibly fun. Now, of course, TikTok has kind of taken that mantle of what Vine used to be, but it was just such a fun platform and the seven second constraint was so great and i don't know why twitter ever felt the need to get rid of it other than they were trying to launch their own video specific service and it just didn't work but twitter has always been that area where you you just played with the limited tools that you had and it was great now twitter a lot of people have at least in the circles i run in and the online circles I run in, Twitter is kind of seen as that place that's always mad. People are always upset at Twitter on Twitter. People are always trolling on Twitter. And it might be a combination of many different things. Now, I am definitely of the opinion that every social media has its trolls. Every social media has these people that are getting angry. But Twitter also was an area where Unlike Facebook, where I'm saying, yeah, I'm Jason Tebbs on Facebook, or, you know, I'm John Doe on Facebook, you're kind of using your real name and connecting with your real friends. Twitter, you could almost make like a persona more so than you could on, say, Facebook, or maybe even Instagram. You could just make a persona on Twitter. So it allowed even an extra layer of anonymity compared to other social medias now you can you can definitely make fake people on on any platform on facebook on instagram on tiktok you can make a fake profile on all those oh linkedin also uh was a i forgot to mention that i've done an episode on linkedin but you can even make a fake profile on linkedin and probably troll there if you want to but twitter was definitely the the big area where it was like oh yeah you could you could be completely anonymous because you can set your name as anything. You can do that on the other platforms. Uh, and you can set your Twitter handle as anything. Mine is Pummelhead, P-U-M-M-E-L-H-E-A-D. Uh, but I say, yeah, Jason Tabs and my Twitter handle is at Pummelhead. Uh, that's just the username I use for pretty much everything. And, you know, Instagram, you had, you had to post pictures. So it's like, okay, more likely than not, you'll eventually post a picture of yourself or you're posting pictures you took. I mean, a lot of people are just stealing content and posting content that was stolen, but that was kind of the idea. It's like, these are pictures you took. Facebook, it's like, this is you, right? This is your presence. LinkedIn is, this is your professional setting online. Twitter is kind of like that wild, wild west. Like, this is whatever you want it to be, so long as it's 120 characters or less. Now 240, but previously 120 characters or less. So you could have all sorts of Twitter accounts just about random concepts, comedy accounts, parody accounts, um, all sorts of different things become really popular, but also just become absolute cesspools of either ideologies or trolling 
and there's almost no way to find the person responsible for those opinions or what's been said because you need to put in zero identifying features into Twitter to make an account. Zero. Again, you can get away with that on other platforms. I'm not saying other platforms don't have this, but Twitter is like the kind of the place to do it, right? Now, recently, in recent news, Elon Musk was going to purchase Twitter for something like, was it $44 billion? I might be getting that number wrong, but I feel like that's correct. Let me Google it real quick. Okay, I have confirmed it was $44 billion. And that was way inflated for what the you know current stock price of Twitter was going for. $44 billion. So, you know, Twitter was like, oh yeah, you will definitely sell for that much money. That's way overinflated for what it is. And, Twi- and Elon was gonna, he had this idea of what he wanted Twitter to be. And Elon's a very prolific, we'll say, Twitter user. He uses it a lot for a lot of different things. He does a little bit of trolling. He does, you know, his announcements on his companies. He does just his thoughts and insights on the world. He does all that on Twitter. One of the things that came up was how many of Twitter's daily users were actually bots. Now, it is actually incredibly easy to make a Twitter account that's like automated. So it's not an actual person going on there and interacting in any sort of the in any sort of way it's just an automated script and process one pretty famous funny one is the is big ben there's a parody big ben twitter account and all it says is bong every hour on the hour so if it's 1 a.m it'll tweet out bong b-o-n-g like bong you know when when the clock strikes and it's making the bell sound and if it's 2 a.m it'll go bong bong and then you know 2300 it'll it'll say bong 23 times It's a funny account, funny concept, but it's not an actual user. There's no guy or lady going on there every hour on the hour and tweeting this. It's just an automated script that's going to say, okay, every hour on the hour, tweet this out. And there are loads that do that. There are plenty of Twitter accounts that are just set up and automated to do various different things. A recent example personal to me I tweeted something and I had a hashtag in it. I think it was like programming or something similar. And an automated account just went through and probably liked, actually I I did look at its likes. It had just liked a ton of tweets that had the hashtag programming. And what that automated system is doing is trying to get people to look at that account and go to whatever that account is linking to. It was some service or company I forgot exactly what it was but you know little old me who has like no Twitter followers I get a notification saying somebody has liked your tweet and I'm like oh that's cool I see oh it's this account I don't recognize account let me go to that account oh they're ad you know they're essentially advertising whatever it was but that's not a real person going through and liking all of those tweets that's just an automated system going through and liking all of these tweets. So I don't know if it ever got disclosed how many users are actually bots, but that's how Elon Musk, Elon Musk essentially got out of the Twitter deal was saying, hey, I need to know how many people are bots or how many interactions or accounts are actually bots, how many of your daily users are actually bots. Because if it's over this certain percentage, then your your numbers actually don't mean what they what you say they mean. Because it's not actual interaction. And Twitter, like every social media, 
is a platform that survives on ads. Those advertisers want those ads to be displayed to actual human beings, not automated systems, because the automated systems aren't actually going to click on those links and those automated systems aren't actually going to purchase those products that are linked in those ads. And so to an advertiser, they're like, I don't want I don't care if a million bots see my ad, I would rather have a hundred actual people see my ad over a million bots. So it was this whole big controversy, how many bots are actually on the platform? And I forgot what the actual outcome was. All I know is that Elon Musk does not currently own Twitter and he was able to get out of it. I can't remember if he actually had to like pay something to get out of the deal. I don't care to like look that up, but because I more wanted to focus on writing Twitter bots and making Twitter scripts really isn't that hard. They have a very open API. You can link up to it. I've watched videos on YouTube where people make a Twitter bot in like 20 minutes. Now, obviously they have coding skills that I don't have, so they, they know exactly what they're doing, but very easy to write a Twitter bot. And I was considering writing one, that just tweeted the link to every new episode of my podcast just so I didn't have to manually do that. But I'm like, I'm just hitting copy and paste. It takes me like five seconds, not that hard to do it myself. The amount of time it'll take to write that script at this time, just not worth it for me. And again, Twitter isn't the only platform that has bots. Reddit has a ton of bots. Facebook has plenty of bots. Instagram has plenty of bots. They are everywhere. But for some reason... I feel like Twitter is the one that like gets the crap for having bots. Maybe just because the excess amount that are on Twitter and just some are legitimate like that Big Ben one that's not hurting anything and others are, you know, deceptive and toxic to the ecosystem. Maybe it's just the the high percentage. Maybe it's the fact that you can be completely anonymous on Twitter easier than you can be anonymous on other platforms. I don't know what exactly the reasoning is. I just feel like Again, in the circles I run in and the online ecosystems I'm part of, Twitter is often getting crapped on verbally by people. But it's it's still a platform I very much like. I still like the idea of you got 240 characters, get your point across. Now, some enhancements that Twitter has made over the years, obviously doubling the character count, but they've also made it way easier to create a thread. So you can... You can tweet something and people can reply to that tweet but now if you reply to yourself it makes it a much more coherent thread of tweets so sure technically you're tweeting far more than 240 characters if you want to get a point across because you just you type out 240 you reply to yourself okay now you're at 480 you reply to yourself again okay now you're at 720 did i do that math right i think so so no okay 240 and then 480, and then let's see, plus another 200 would be 680. Yeah, 720. Why does that sound so wrong? No, 72 hours. Yeah, okay, that's right. Three days, 72 hours. I don't know why I was tripping so hard on that math. But yeah, you can reply to yourself. It, it, it did make Twitter a lot better, how they made that enhancement where threads are a lot easier to follow and a lot easier to create. They've they've obviously added pictures. They've obviously added videos. I forget how long a Twitter video can be. I think it's limited to a file size, not a specific length, but it might also be limited to three minutes. 
I generally don't see videos on Twitter that are over like a minute long. Usually they're a lot shorter. Again, that compact area. They they tried to do this whole live streaming thing with the live video. I think that's the reason why they bought uh, Vine and took it down was they were trying to do their own live thing. That didn't seem to really go anywhere. Uh, they, they've now created what are called spaces, I believe they're called. And essentially what certain users can do, I don't know who can create a space, but I saw one yesterday where a lot of people in the World of Warcraft community had created a space. So you had a certain amount of presenters and then you could just listen in live. So it was kind of like a live audio stream. Audio stream. I have only ever participated and only ever seen that one example of it. I haven't seen it all that much, but that was cool. There are some people, and there are people like this for every platform, but there are some people that religiously must have Twitter open all day, every day, because there's, again, I follow a lot of people that are like in the World of Warcraft community or Twitch streamers. That's mainly what I use Twitter to follow. And I see the same exact people replying to within 10 seconds of all of these different tweets. It's just, you see the same people replying over and over and over. And I'm sitting there like, are you spending all day, every day? Because it doesn't seem to matter, like of this group of people I follow, it doesn't seem to matter when they tweet, you are replying. It's wild. And a lot of people use Twitter just simply as, like I do, a promotion platform. Occasionally, I'll tweet my my thoughts, um, but I used to be way more of a power user of Twitter than I am now. I think in high school was my heyday, and that's because a lot of people I knew were also using Twitter, and then it seemed like after high school, all these people I personally knew just stopped using Twitter. I don't know why of my actual real-life social circle, Twitter was the platform that died, not Facebook. Twitter, you know, you might think with my generation, it'd be Facebook that died. No, Twitter was the one that completely died. And maybe it was because it it just didn't feel as personal or maybe we didn't reach a critical mass of people that were on Twitter that were similar to us. Who knows? But I was, I was always a huge advocate for Twitter. Now, funny story. Uh, I have two friends, Nick and Annie. And when I was dating my wife, uh, she had met Nick but she had never met Annie. And I would talk about Annie or I would, you know, say, oh, hey, you know, Annie tweeted this funny thing and then look at the reply me and Nick sent. So essentially anytime Annie tweets, me and Nick will just do a dumb reply and make a joke. Not every single time, but at least 50% of the time Annie tweets. For the longest time, me and Nick would just say something dumb in a reply. And like Annie and Nick are like my only two friends that very rarely use Twitter anymore. Beyond that, nobody in my real life social circle really does. And my wife, one day, she was like, I think this Annie person is just somebody you've made up. You made a fake person, you and Nick, you made a fake Twitter account. You guys are the ones that are tweeting these things, setting yourself up for funny jokes to reply on your actual accounts. I think think Annie's a fake person, which was hilarious because, again, we had talked about her for years. She had never met Annie. I don't even think she'd seen like pictures of Annie on Facebook or anything, but we would talk about these tweets and how funny they were. And I would show her these tweets. She's like, this is a fake person. And she was like, this is something you and Nick would totally do. You guys would make a fake person, which to be fair, Nick and I would make a fake Twitter account that we could just troll. That is something I, I feel like we would do. But Annie is a real person. 
my wife did eventually meet Annie, cleared that up. But I, I just thought that was so funny when my wife when my wife was like, this is a fake person you made. Annie's not a real person. But where's Twitter going to go from here? I This is probably the one I'm least confident about. Or I, or I have the least idea of if I were over it, what would I do? Because it just seems to be doing what it's doing. And it doesn't need to compete with anybody. No other platform is like, yeah, this is your 240 character quick blurb. It's almost like headline news. That's all it is. And a lot of people do use it for news. I think it kind of has hit its sweet spot. It just needs it just needs to stay and maintain what it's doing. Now, obviously, any platform or any business needs to adapt to be relevant, uh, release new features to keep people interested. So if I were to create a new feature for Twitter, I would revitalize Vine. You have seven seconds to make a video. I know you can post videos on Twitter. Get rid of that. Or make make like a side interface. But TikTok has done this thing where it's like it's allowing longer and longer and longer videos. Some users can post 10 minute long videos on TikTok. And YouTube is doing this thing where it's like, oh yeah, you know, we have our shorts. And sure, you can post, you can post a seven second YouTube video. You can post a seven second Twitter video. You can post a seven second TikTok. But because every single post on Vine was a maximum of seven seconds, it had such a unique culture from it. And it had such a unique style of comedy on it. I think it would be so great if TikTok, or not TikTok, if Twitter brought back Vine, that would be so great. Also, because, like I said in my TikTok episode, it's a Chinese company, TikTok is. So they could leverage like, hey, we got we got a short form video platform that's holistically short form that is not owned by a Chinese corporation, American made, American owned. They could spin it that way if they want to do some advertising towards, you know, certain demographics. And it's like, are you tired of seeing three minute, 10 minute videos on TikTok? Have you feel like it's lost what it used to be? Let's go back to the original seven seconds. And they could do this whole big countdown where they just count down from seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. And then they re-release Vine. Oh my gosh. I think, I think you would honestly get a lot of those, a lot of the OG people a lot of the OG Vine community to go back to Vine. I honestly think you would. I think they should do it. I don't see why they ever got rid of it in the first place. Huge mistake in my mind. Bring Vine back. Twitter, you own the rights. Bring it back. That's where I think Twitter should go. Because, again, Instagram is doing reels. YouTube is doing shorts. They're trying to compete with the short form concept. I don't think either of them are doing it that well. If you bring back the punchy seven second videos, oof, right there. Because it gets rid of so much of the BS and annoying things that's on TikTok. When people tell a story that could be summed up in 30 seconds and they take three minutes and then they're like, like, like for part two, it gets rid of that annoyance. You know, people have just videos that go on and on and on. It gets rid of that. 
Seven seconds is so punchy. Do it. That's what I would do. I'd I'd bring back Vine if I were Twitter. Maybe it's too far gone, but boy howdy, I still can't get over them getting rid of that platform. Anyway, that's what's gonna that's that's gonna do it for this episode of Teb Socks, and that's gonna do it for our deep dive into different social media platforms. Go back, listen to the LinkedIn, the Instagram, the TikTok, the Facebook, the I forgot what other platform I've done one of these on. Go back and listen to those. Get the get the whole shebang for these social media platforms. Visit my website, jasontebs.com. Go ahead, like, favorite, share, follow, rate, subscribe, whatever you do on your platform of choice. And I will catch everybody next time. Peace out.